I'm an intellectual. I'm an intellectual. I'm an intellectual. Yo, what's going on, people? It's your boy, Kim. Welcome back to the FYI Podcast. Episode 26. And uh, this podcast is going to be a little different. I'm going to do a little narration in between. Um, We interviewed uh, my homie, Kai Nielsen. Uh, We went to school together. Uh, briefly in middle school, but we kept our friendship throughout life. And as we've both grown as men, um, doing the, the, the necessaries of figuring out what it is that we're on this earth to do, we've both, you know, been able to see each other grow. And I've seen him, you know, grow up and be able to do some things that I think are pretty incredible, especially for his age. So we're going to talk a little bit uh, about his background, his upbringing from St. Croix, the Virgin Islands, where I'm from. Uh, we're also going to talk about education as it applies to the children. His passion is education and giving back to the youth, uh, which is always a, a talking point, something I get excited about. And we're going to talk about some other things, man. Uh, this episode is going to be a two-part episode uh, because uh, he came into town really quickly and he insisted that we got the interview done, so we got what we could. And uh, we're going to definitely get more in depth on part two. But I hope you enjoy and uh, sit back, relax, and uh, listen to some of the gems this brother is going to drop, man. Peace. Yo, 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 what's going on, people? It's your boy, Kim. And it's we're back. Episode set 26. We're out here tonight in Snellville, Georgia, somewhere deep in the woods, um, linking with one of my good brethren who was in town. This man is a man of, a man of the people, I think, is, is a perfect way to first describe him. Um, and we're going to get into some of his accomplishments and some of, you know, how, how he even got to arrive into where he's at today and the projectile of it all, but... Um, first of all, let's welcome Mr. Kai Nielsen to the show this evening, uh, the Flying Intellectual Podcast. Uh, my boy, my homie, I've known Kai since the seventh grade, right? Some yeah, some years now, some years now. Um, man, I just remember Kai always being, you know, the dude who wants to stand up for you, you know what I'm saying? If he rock with you, you always know Kai going to be on your side and... It wasn't until later on in life where we recognized we were Taurus brothers. So, you know, um, so that was something in itself. So just to see how those stars align. And we were just talking about, you know, off air about how things line up. It's, it's, it's never just chance, right? It's all about faith. It's all about deliberate actions. It's all about the universe and God lining things up to make it all work. So... Um, so I like I love that my brother wanted to come on the show this evening and share with us stuff that he has going on um, back in the Virgin Islands, which is special to me for many reasons. Obviously, being the birthright um, of all people and being born and raised there, and watching him grow and now be a tangible force in the community, I'm excited um, to to just chat with him for a little bit, man. Um, that he's here. So talk to the people, Kai. First, first things first. 
St. Croix, what does that mean to you? What did, what did it, how did it start? Talk to us about your upbringing. I feel like an intro is neat to have like a round of applause. Oh, okay. Like, yeah, yeah, yeah. Like, 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 I feel, like, I yeah, like, yeah. Like, can't be shutting it down, man. Oh, man, man. I appreciate you, dude. I appreciate you. Yeah, man, it's nothing but love. I mean, and, and to me, St. Croix is home, period. Yeah. And I think that anybody who knows, at least knows me, and knows what I stand for. St. Croix has always been the mission. Yeah. Um, you know, people are going to say VI and, you know, collectivism is something that's necessary but you gotta stand for something you know i choose to stand for home yeah and i think that was so special cam i think that people from the u.s virgin islands got to be raised under both this american flag which means it's like natural state of assimilation like yeah. we grew up with 106 in parks so right. we grew up to the same music genres that right. folks in our age group thousands of miles away did you know yeah. so you know, it, it's just real to have that island culture that's innately a part to you be so intertwined with American culture and then to still be part of that system. And I think that system is something we want to talk about uh, when the context come around. But, yeah. you know, surely just happy to be here and, you know, always on the move, Kim, and I can't stop it. You know, I'm a, I'm a yeah. world traveler. And yeah. A lot of people get, and naturally so, a lot of people feel aware about me speaking about my world travels and places I've been to. Yeah. But those are the experiences that have offered me the exposure necessary to have my perspective. You mm-hmm. check? Like I, I bring these things back home. I bring these solutions that I see taking places like Costa Rica back yeah. to the Virgin Islands. You check? Yeah. So, yeah. you know, I, again, I'm, and that's what I want for the youth, though. Yeah. I mean, having you travel the world and Ghana experience and education from places like Curacao, even traveling on soccer teams or sporting events, like that brings those youth a level of character that they need to have in this world, you follow? Yeah, yeah. No, that's important, that's important. The youth have always been a passion for you, so talk about your youth coming up, like you went to, I understand, Grove schools. What Grove School was was the beginning? Was that the beginning? Or? Yeah, man. I mean, I'm out of Grove. Like, yeah. uh, my family is Andrews. So Alfredo Andrews is my grandfather. Okay. Um, Joan Andrews is my grandmother. She had a set of twins, and I come off of that lineage. Okay. Um, and I, you know, generations of Crusians running through me, and to to be from Grove, and we spoke about that earlier. You know, it's such a story in of itself. You yeah. know, we talk about concrete roses, and that's where we could able to like sympathize with artists, artists, yeah. and artists. You check, it's because we come from that narrative. We come from that hard to hard to get hard one deck. I could tell you, you yeah. check, like that's where we come from out of Lorraine and neutral homes and growth proper. If I was saying, yeah. um, so as a child growing up in those streets, I had to fight. Yeah. I had to fight. I had to to be a person I was willing to stand up for who I was and, and my family. Because that's a lot of times where it is a lot of group and tribal warfare, you yeah. know what I mean? Um, and graduating from sixth grade with the highest GPA and being told that I cannot be the valedictorian because of my history. It was heartbroken. It was heartbreaking for a kid. Mm. You know, imagine telling a child who had worked to get straight A's no, for years. You, have, in, you have an invested interest in that. In my education, a, you yeah. check what I said. Yeah. And, um, to be told that my resume would affect the reputation in the school is unreal, God. Yeah. You know? So, you know, from there, a sex grade teacher side. Sixth grade teacher side, but we were all in the same class, Miss Stevens, yeah. the track. Yeah. But remember Kate talks about, of course. <laughs> you know, I still in contact with Miss Stevens to this day, and 
she was actually the one that bought my entrance exam into Good Hope. Yeah. You know, she saw that she had to save me. And yeah. so she did, you know. So, and one day talking this in existence, I will have a Helena Stevens scholarship. There you go. For that age group, because we lose our kids in the arts, in that seventh and eighth grade span. Yeah. You know, I, I think that, and that's something we take for granted too, you know. And, yeah. And, they're starting this penitentiary pipeline from as early as third grade, bro. Absolutely. You know, so by the time you get to sixth grade, your destiny has already kind of been, been configured. Yeah, you absolutely. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Something you've been pushed pushed into a direction that you, that you still, you know, that big world that's still out there. You don't even is already closing in on you. It's unfair to the ch- to the child. Absolutely. And they don't don't teach you the things you need to learn about. Like, you know, where's the financial literacy courses? Where where are those courses that they teach us about hypotenuse theories that we never use? Like I've never used the right angle in life. Right, right, right. Uh maybe because I'm not a carpenter, so granted there, but I just think that you know, financial education across the board is important for every single American. Absolutely. if, If we are to say it that way. So let's so let's segue right there. Bloomberg. So you graduate college. Where'd you go to to school? I went to Lafayette College. Lafayette, man. right. Story right. That too, man. Talk uh, to me. Well, I literally got full rides everywhere I applied. Okay. You know, I had a really rich history as far as struggle and overcoming, and I was really able to write about it because I can communicate. So writing was a strong suit. Yeah. And I remember I already got five full rides, and I'm like, this school's expensive. You're Absolutely. Looking at like 53 grand a year at this point, you know? For a kid who even my mom can't see that in a year, you right, check right, right. Yeah, my father don't exist right. at this point, uh, or ever. I mean, but yeah. the, to stay on point is, I get a phone call from Miss Dorado, and she was working for the administration office at Lafayette College, and she was a Puerto Rican, and she saw my application, and she saw that I didn't complete it. And she says, Kai, please complete your application. And I said, I have full rides everywhere already. Yeah. And Lafayette's pretty expensive. Yeah. You know, so I don't think I'll be finishing my application. She says, Kai, please finish it. So I did it. And within a week and a half, I got a full ride to Lafayette, which I ended up going to. Um, wow. And really having my first experiences, like living in America outside of high school. Right. Um, but while I was traveling through the International Honors Program, Detroit, Brazil, South Africa, and Vietnam, I came across some beautiful people who put me in line to work for Bloomberg Law. Mm-hmm. I was well on my way to go to law school. Okay. Um, I think I determined at a very young age I was going to be a lawyer. Um, and to do what I thought a lawyer did, and to be doing that now for my community, yeah, without, is a beautiful yeah, vibe, Ken, yeah, yeah, wow. I've always wanted to be the bridge between my community and its legal framework or its governing framework and to be that person that could go and do independent research and be paid for it to bring back analysis and strategy and to be paid for it that's now where i'm at in life yeah. you know and it's, it's it really is something um, that's humbling and i want to be able to share this passion with more people and i'm happy your platform exists because i think that you know, everything takes time, Cam. You check what I'm saying? And Absolutely. your consistency is something to admire. And, and that's really what I see for as a as a listener myself. Yeah. You yeah. know, as an admirer myself. Yeah. And, and I want I want people to tune in and I hope this voice could carry. Man, I appreciate that, bro. Um that's it's, it's just a passion, it's just something we share. Um and from the outside looking into all of our worlds, 
you know I'm just I see many many you know leaders on a large scale but many low-key low governors of situations let's call it that like even if it's not the polit- political aspect of it like necessarily but it is in many ways but even if it's not at the same time like y'all are really influencing a people and and to have the heart to be the youth just knowing that we want to inspire them knowing that the mistakes we made don't you don't have to make this mistake you know what i'm saying here's the blueprint this is what i could offer to you you know what i'm saying um and 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 that that's that's important so you you finish with Lafayette, you graduate, you how how soon after thereafter Bloomberg knocking? Oh man. So I actually finished my application for Bloomberg on May seventeenth. Okay. Which is my birthday. Okay, right. Um and by May twenty second I had um signed the contract to wow. do the work uh by May twenty eighth. Wow. So that all happened that, so quickly. And in between that time, I had to get a car because I'm not from America, right? Yeah. I'm from St. Croix. Yeah, right, like, right. You know what I mean? I'm yeah. authentically yeah. from this place. And I think that gets lost in translation sometimes. But yeah. nonetheless, literally had six days to get a car and a place to live in this country to, to get to work, bro. Not having that, even that education about knowing really how to do it at that level. At that all, quick. at yeah. all. And not having the purse. Like, not having the financial backing to pull money down in a right. car. Right, And I remember it like it's yesterday, man. I um I got all this money from graduation. Like, you know, people give you like $100 in yeah, a car. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Congratulations. Yeah, yeah, man. And I was able to use that as like a semi-down payment on the brand new car yeah and I, I you know i didn't cry on my graduation day but when i stood there with my aunt and my car jenny pulled around yeah i fell on my one knee bro yeah man and it wasn't a materialism but it was it, it was what it represented Symbolism, yeah the sim- exactly. symbolic aspect of it yeah man. Like symbology is real yeah. man oh yeah um, man and we could talk about that in many ways but for in that moment it was like wow car you really made it dog. Yeah. Like, you really come to school and did something that and it's analogous to the American dream and check by saying something that is very hard to achieve you know yeah. coming from okay, it Absolutely. does exist right. it does exist for very few people can, you know can, I mean? can, can even get close to attaining it right yeah, and, and, and generally the people who achieve it are the ones who've been taught how to navigate the system and that's and that's 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 an important point right there because this is this it's a dichotomy of like thinking yo can I, as a like as a as an entity, can I really? Let me see how to phrase this. I want to make sure I say this right. Okay, time. On. Is it predetermined? Like, are we giving them a fair shot? Are we giving our kids a fair shot? Like, how much information is out there now? Like, are we giving them a fair shot? I think that's a two-fold question. Yeah. Is the information out there? Yes. And I think right. it's far more accessible now than it's ever been. Like, we're walking around with computers in our pockets. Yeah. Dog. Like, yeah. It's you know, everywhere. We, it's every... Like, information is there. And we we risk being the most informed, yet the most unintelligent generation to come across. Yeah. You check what I mean? Like, look yeah. how hard it was for our forefathers to get access to information. Yeah. 
Like niggas was getting their eyes peeled though for, for trying to read, read. them. Trying to read. Chuck. Um Hey guys, I hope y'all are enjoying the podcast so far. There was a lot of good knowledge and backstory in that first segment. Uh, Kai came in town for a really short period of time, so uh, he hit me up and insisted that we got what we could get done as it applies to the interview. Uh, So we were around a lot of homies, so people were kind of like walking in and out. Um, So that's why we're taking a quick break. But we're going to hear from our sponsors over at Anchor, and then we're going to hear back from Kai on the second half. Thanks for tuning in. See y'all in a bit. What are you listening to these days? Wow, I actually just came back into like listening to music daily, bro. So I just like really like listen vibes, golden. The gold links, yeah. yeah, like that project. Yeah, I mean, to be honest, above all else, 444 really getting a lot of plays, man. yeah, yeah, still, yeah, yeah that's just what man's them mentally, period, period. Yeah. And it's, it's wild because I do a lot of jogging now, so yeah. I try to jog like three miles a day. Mm-hmm. Um, and jog to music, that's how I actually became a jogger or runner, as they would say. And it's like 444, they got a lot of rips, you know. Shout <laughs> yeah. out to Freddie, Freddie got a bad album out right now, yeah, too. yeah, yeah, yeah. Trying to, I've been trying to tell people about it. Yeah, yeah Freddie. If, you, if you're yeah. listening to Coffee, definitely. Is that Coffee, yeah, Coffee, yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, she, yeah, she, she got, um, yeah, that, that, that Freddie getting a lot of plays a by lot me. Of yeah, plays, a lot of I, I ain't gonna like push her went tough on that. Um, is that patience? Is it patience? Not patience. Um, the name of that track. Um, Education is one with Black Tartan. Yeah, man, I don't have to look that up. Um, but yeah, that Freddy is hot. Um, I ain't really been listening to. I've been kind of fucking with uh, this kid Saint John. Um, he signed to um, Bigs for Jay Z. Bigs for Jay Z that uh, had um, went to jail for the marijuana stuff. Okay, okay. Yeah, wow. they said they say it was. Um, consp- he said they say it was conspiracy basically. So he was trying to to buy um, medicinal. Uh, properties out there but this is before it was like popular okay. so he had a connect and somebody asked him for it basically so they said conspiracy basically one of those kind of things but he was trying to do legal business but the irony yeah bullshit and he do like I think like five years or whatever but this man from rock technically yeah, yeah. so like he's making a shake in the VI right now as yeah. I speak from my understanding of what's behind the scenes mm. which is so cool to a real cool cam you know what I mean yeah like, yeah so, yeah I don't want to like downplay the situation at all. I think that it's a it's a difficult balance to have between trying to be humble and trying to have these kind of conversations. Yeah. You yeah. know what I mean? Because it's uncomfortable for certain people to be like, "What well, he's thirty and he's doing that? What else Kai doing all of right, that?" It's, right. it's, it's not an easy thing for a lot of people to kind of Yeah, yeah, so, but you know, you give you give those to the strongest soldiers, so you. You could take it, you know what I'm saying? You carry in, you carry in what it, it takes to be a quote-unquote a martyr, so to speak, you know, for your people. I remember you, like, brought out, like, what I mean to you, dog? What does a martyr mean to you? I remember you, this isn't the first time you said that. Yeah, yeah. I, I think um, anybody who's willing to stand for something, you know, just stand on it, turn down, you know what I'm saying? And you, we all know in life when you stand for something, you're going to get attacked. You know what I'm saying? Whatever that looks like. So, 
just being able to know that you're going to take those blows, but, like, you stand it for something at the end of the day, to me, that's a matter. You know what I'm saying? Like, principles, whatever it is, morals, whatever it is, your belief system. You know what I'm saying? Standing on that. Don't waver. Don't go with where the wind goes. Um, that's what that means to me, man. So, yeah, man, that's, that's what I see. So, let's go back to... Um, so, you left Bloomberg. So, how long were you there? I was there for more than three and a half years, man. Yeah. Like, I literally was there from 2011, way past 2014. Mm-hmm. Um, and towards the end of that year, my lease was my lease was up, bro. Like, it was getting ready to end. Um, I had this, this drive to do something for the territory. And when I came back home, I wasn't feeling too hot. So, I wanted to see, like, some medical folks back home. And I had this, like innate distrust for medical vibes in the states just knowing what i knew each other yeah. so i wanted to go back home and, when I, and while i was home i was meeting man like bucci and jumbi and they were like yo you need to do something now like i know you planning up and like i know you cut you out getting up your sleeve the island needs something now yeah so i did the Iva james unity games and i brought together seven of the ten then elementary schools to compete in a one-day sporting event and Bull and Bread, aka David Hamilton Jackson Day, better known as Liberty Day. Right. What I'm saying, and it's like, you know, to put my money up. I mean, bro, this is before people wanted to even give me a dime for the stuff I do. You check mm-hmm. like me. I put my money up. And I remember at that point, like my last sixty dollars was under my seat to pay for the sign. You check. Yeah. Um, and I, I just. A happy amount, like you could see it, because there's a lot of effort that goes into it. You know, there's a lot of effort that goes into driving from school to school and ensuring that these kids have access to what you're planning. Right. You know what I mean? Because it'd be like, it'd be like one person that could stop 20 kids from experiencing it, bro. One person one that person. just that just not willing to move at a time. At all, dude. And it's like that's what's so heartbreaking about it. It's like it's not that our kids aren't interested. It's just like the people who have the keys to our kids don't want to give you access to them a lot of times and that's what's scary you know and i'm not saying that oh everybody should want to work on a holiday right because you have to ask teachers to work on a holiday but if you're a teacher and you have this innate drive for the the beneficial aspects of experience with these youth right yeah you should want that you're gonna find a way for that like that's a holiday okay but and that's what other people did like mr padea i want to make sure to shout out folks because it's a community out there right, people right. who really oh, doing this yeah, camp the village, the village yeah, yeah. and it's like that's a man I could depend on like that's a man who's about the kids you check what yeah. I mean really into baseball beautiful wife beautiful kids and it's like he brought Juanita Gardine who ended up winning like it was him it was like his action you know what Kai I like what you're doing. I like your fights. I want to try to help you. I want to make sure these kids come and you got people like Spuddy. Spuddy picked the following year. Lumokal ended up winning. So the first year, Juanita Guardian won. And it's a traveling trophy. And the trophy was a collective between Juno Bumba, Mr. Alec Alessia, who's now who now died, bro. Mm. It's like this trophy travels from school to school. And I've yeah. never seen it. It's a mahogany bowl with a queen conch shell in it. It's what, it was one of my Facebook... Um, banners yeah so yeah when you, when you go back you should check it out yeah we'll with do a custom piece yo and it says peace love progression and order and it says the unity games and 
the champion gets it and it sits in this school for a year. Yeah, yeah, like a, like a, this, uh, yeah, just a, a thing of pride. Yeah, it's yeah, yeah. And then they bring him Bragged back and rights, they compete yeah. again for it the next year. And they got a replacement trophy in his place in the school. You check. Yeah. Um, and the Hurricanes stopped us from doing, I think, three three years in a row. The Hurricanes kind of uh, disrupted that. Yeah. But we're going to bring it back this year and every year after, you know? Yeah. And it really kind of showed people how serious I was as a community advocate, you know I mean? Because you executed, right? Yeah, you had an idea and executed, you yeah. It. And it's like, these kids are playing three sports at once, Ken. I have six different schools playing at once. Yeah. Two playing basketball, two playing volleyball, two playing baseball. After lunch, they all come together to run track. You check what I'm saying? Wow. Um, and the points carry. And, mm-hmm. you know, just doing innovative, cool stuff that I would want to have I've experienced as, as a, a kid. kid. You check? Right, it's what right. I'm doing now for the right, youth in right. my own way. You, so you're still using your creativity, your childlike creativity, Absolutely, right? Absolutely, yeah, man. Yeah. Absolutely. That it's, creativity is coming out in all aspects of my life, in my yeah. work, as far as like, when I do assessments, because people don't read no more. Like it or not, people are visual now. Yeah, absolutely. So most of my documents, I get paid to, to assess stuff. Bro. I come up with the craziest looking visuals, just like layouts and images. Yeah. And then that, that's what's catchy to the eye now. So being able to like stay true to yourself on a creative tip is so key to being human, bro. The word. Lange, man. Yo, my people, thank you again for tuning in. Um, this last segment, uh, the homie Lonnie walked in the room, or uh, walked outside since we were outside. You could hear the elements. <laughs> but um, we started talking a little bit um, all together about just the state of things currently, uh, how social media and, and, and technology has kind of taken over our lives and, and affecting our interactive capabilities as people man so check it out and this is the last segment once again thank you for tuning in peace Superficial, and you see this with the phones, the iPhone. I don't know if it was meant to be that ironic, but hmm. it really is turning out to be that. Like, like people aren't having genuine interactions. You know what I mean? And when they are, they're awkward in it because they don't have enough practice or experience yeah. with yeah. it. Dog. Everybody, and that's why I don't. Yeah, my boy, because like, their phone, the phone, the yeah. And it's crazy. That's why I don't think our generation, like right there. That, 89 90 probably the cutoff because we were allowed to see we were allowed to grow up with the dial-up internet the no youtube that we, we went we went from nothing to like everything yeah like we saw it all so, yeah. so we had to learn to adapt you're right like we saw it all like we went from like outside bike scooping yeah baseball, to inside bike, video games like but 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 for us it happened when we grew up like so now we're 29 30 we're grown men mm-hmm. so like we know we're conscious it's not like we were born bro i don't be telling my girlfriend like watching these babies with these phones the fact that a baby with like one month can like perceive the difference between perception and reality right you put a filter a simple filter from instagram on the baby like a crown or something they looking on the phone is it real i'm touching my head oh shit oh shit this is a okay so it's whatever is in this phone that's what it is and from then on them i'm like okay now i know how to use these phones from birth my boy it's crazy 
it's, it's insane. Also, I mean, the term, what's it, AR now? Like, alternate reality and stuff. Yeah. Reality, it's like, they don't want you to pay attention to what's going on outside your front door, my lord. Uh, and I think as our tourist men, I think it's it, it's impossible for me to avoid what's going on around me, bro. You're it's so in touch. Yeah, dog. And Fuck like, the hurt you like physically, bro, like so literally. I'm mid team right now, right? Like there's certain, I think that like, every social media outlet has its like purpose. You check what I said? Yeah. Like, I really use Instagram as my art outlet. I really use Twitter as my vocal outlet. I use Facebook more as like my public face and you check right. what I said? So like when I ready to scream out, bro, it's true Twitter. It's true this like outlet where I probably know not not too many people here, but at least I put it in history and words. Yeah. Like, Dog, this is happening in my time. Yeah. You check with me, and I never imagined that fuck like people in cages. Dog, like a, a president of this country speaking the way he is about like this is just mind blowing. Dog, the world just perpetuating a cycle, my boy. A vicious cycle. Things that happened in different countries years ago, and that we found happening in our country, and nobody gave a fuck. You know how you know how deep it was to see at the FIFA World Cup these French people on Fox, the Fox Network, on Fuck Donald Trump in English, my boy. The whole France who hate we, my boy. Oh, that's it. Like it's like it's it's crazy, bro. Like it's it's. It's insane. We that's, live in history. Like, yeah, we live in... 100%. Live in history. This is in the books. That's why I'm trying to show you, like... That's why my actions, bro, got to be so militant in and of itself. Like, don't feel no way about it. I can't afford to stop and really pacify or nurse somebody who may be offended by me just off the rip of how I don't move. I can't afford to. Like, the energy I'm spending on you and I talking about something that just... A waste of time at the end of the day. I now don't have to fight the fight that I fighting for you. Yeah. You see, I coming from because now you've stripped me of that energy. And I still gotta turn on and fight the big beast. You try to come in from yeah. and like navigate that system, bro. So ain't no, bro. I was the youngest president of I, the Rotary. I was bro. just about to say. If you enjoyed this podcast, please subscribe, share. Let your friends know, your mom know, your dad know. I mean, your dogs, whoever, man. Let's uh, continue building this community together. We'd like to thank Kai Nielsen for coming on the show uh, for part one. We're definitely going to do a part two. We've got to talk more about his, um, his reign as the president of the Rotary Club and all the other things that are affecting the Virgin Islands, uh, the economy. And all that kind of stuff, man. So we'll definitely be having Kai back on the the show very, very soon. But if you need to, you know, get in contact with me, follow me uh, at Fly Young Intellectual on Instagram. Uh, the Fly Young Intellectual page as well on Facebook. You want to interact more intimately and one-on-one, hit me on Twitter at Legend of Chem. Um, I'm always accessible, man. You know what it is. Just want to inform, inspire, interact with the people. So thank you again for tuning in, man. Until next time, peace.